Back with another episode, man. Week five, fantasy football. D. Schwab in the building. What's up, my guy? Back again, Myron. Yes, sir. Got to win this week. I actually had a good week in my leagues. Beat down. I I didn't win a single league. I was over over five. Disappointing week. Tough week. You have those weeks. I was thinking though, like people out there, and I'm sorry if you're listening to this, and you are are zero and four, and that that sucks. I I definitely have won. I won every league. Um, yeah. three and one in my best league. So you know, we we around we run, we're coming around the corner, coming around the corner hot. But uh, we're we're in the thick of things, man. Week week five uh, coming up, and week four another tough week for uh, some fantasy owners. But there's definitely some bright bright spots for a lot of players that were kind of on that that panic side that we talked about last week. But uh, let, let's go ahead and. Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about right some of those it. guys right into it. Austin Eckler, man, he must have listened. He heard us. He he stepped up big this week. He, he, yeah. he, he made me compete for a league. I didn't win it, but he kept it close. And he's he's a fancy guy, too, so, you know, he loved that. Like, he, he needed that, that week for himself, too. Yeah, yeah, you saw him tweet, uh, you know, this offseason that, you know, fantasy managers will be happy with my production. So, yes, he, he definitely made players, people happy this week. Uh, also, Rashad Penny finally stepped up in Seattle. Did play the Detroit Lions, of course, so you got to take that with a great start. Got to start. Got but, to start. but he had, a, he had a great night. Yeah, he did. He busted those two late touchdown runs, I think, on third downs. Lions could not get a stop. Brutal game to watch. Geno Smith, I think he was QB2 on the week. Rashad looked like Barry Sanders. <laughs> he was killing the Lions. <laughs> you got to be excited if you got DK or Lockett because, I mean – Geno Smith through four games is just an accurate on-time passer. He's looked good. He's throwing for 300 yards two weeks in a row. So it's it's exciting if you have either of those guys. Yeah, I mean, especially DK Metcalf owners. because He was drafted high stock, and people are worried about Geno Smith. And like you yeah. just said, a 70% completion rate almost this season. Geno's been a money, and a DK has been – it's been a start wide receiver too, and, and Lock has been serviceable. You know, even against the Lions, he didn't find the end zone, but he finished off with like ninety or 80 some yards. Yeah, absolutely. And then let's go to the early game. I know we had uh, a little mix up, Kamara late. I got lucky Sunday morning, uh, but Justin Jefferson showed people why he's still one of the best wide receivers in fantasy and in the league. Yeah, I said top two wide receivers, top two, top three wide receivers. I think, I think, I think three, because right I think you got to throw Diggs, Cooper Cup, Jefferson, Devontae Adams still producing. I was going to say, Devontae is not like that list you just talked about. I, I hear you, though. I hear mean, you. But, yeah, like you said, Justin Jefferson is the real deal, man. He, he He's a spectacular, and it's so weird to me that the Vikings offense struggles so much. You got him, you got Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen. It's just, man, Kirk Cousins got to be. Kirk, Kirk problem. Curve's got to be a little better, but you love what you got from Justin Jefferson this week. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, Alvin Kamara, what a shock, though. Fantasy owners yeah. just wake up in the morning at 9 a.m. and you got your lineup set, and AK out of nowhere is just not playing rib injury. I mean, West Coast, it's 6.30 a.m. kickoff. So it's, that he, was locked into your lineup. He's expected to play. That was the one of the most shocking late scratches I've seen in, like, in, in years, to be honest, in fantasy football. That was pretty – he practiced all week. Came out of nowhere. And, like, Michael Thomas wasn't playing. Uh, Jameis wasn't playing. Why not just say Elvin's not playing? Something yeah. happened. 
you know, Saturday night. Something happened. Or, I don't know. Hey, but shout out Latavius Murray steps in, fills up the role, and we're going to talk about him a little bit later. He's had an interesting uh, weekend. Uh, but uh, how about Darnell Mooney, Chicago Bears? What a, what a little bright spot in a very yeah, tough but season. But they like, still don't look good. I don't know if you're starting any Bears right now. No, he's definitely grounded for another game or something. Not, not with confidence. He's, he's definitely on thin ice, but you definitely got to like – a little bit what you saw from the Bears offense. Khalil yeah. Herbert looked looked great again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Herbert is uh he's the real deal. So if Montgomery doesn't play, Herbert's an RB two easily, maybe RB one. Let's talk about this tough week for tight ends, man. I know it, it was a tough week for a lot of owners. Kyle Pitts is killing me. Mark Andrews, Kyle Pitts had a tough week. George Kittle had a bad week. What is going on in the tight end world in fantasy right now? I mean, it is just so hard. If you don't have Travis Kelsey, honestly. Everyone else is a risk. Yeah. Shout out Hawkinson. You know, he he had to step up. This was wow. a nuts on the line game. You know, three of your best players are out. You're the target. And he produced. Shout out to everyone that started him. He won a lot of people fantasy leagues. Yeah, TJ went crazy. TJ went crazy. Um, I want to talk about, like I said, some of these uh, some of these duds, though, man. Kyle Pitts, uh, George Kittles, Mark Andrews. You know, what's the what's the fear here with this tight end position? I mean, because you drafted him so high, you're still trotting him out. Darren Waller, you're still trotting him out there every week. Yeah. Uh, hoping they produce, hoping they score. Where guys like Will Disley and Gerald Everett, uh, David Njoku, people are producing. Mo Ali Cox had a massive game this week. The tight end position has never been more, you know, a mystery. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you have no idea week to week what's a good start unless his name is Kelsey. Um, also, man, the, the number running, number three running back in the league, James Robinson, finally slowed down this week. Um, that Jaguars offense been looking good all season. Kind of yeah, a lot state. of rain. I think, I mean, they get a Houston matchup this week, so offense could get back on track. But if you have ETN on your bench, you drafted him high. He outsnapped James Robinson this week. Could be maybe a little change in the guards. It was a weird game. They had like yeah. Lawrence had four fumbles. Uh, they got up early, and then Eagles kind of stepped on their throat and ran the ball. I got to talk about the talk of the week, man. Miami, your boy Jalen Waddle had a tough game, um, and that's a player that, that's a player you yeah. got to circle, right? Like where where does his wide receiver production go due to, like you just said, the 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 Patty. incident with Tua? Yeah, Tyreek and Waddle are still starts, but you definitely, I mean, we'll see how they how they produce now with a new quarterback. You can't really start the running backs. I don't know if Mostert or Edmonds Who's, you starting either one. Yeah. Uh, Mostert's going to get the receiving work, and then Edmonds they bring in on the goal line and like to see if they can find him in the end zone. Yeah, I, I could see them maybe splitting a little bit more carries there, maybe taking the ball a little bit out of Teddy's hands, but I bet they're going to fling it still. Um, I just I have a feeling Teddy's going to find a receiver to depend on, though. You just got to hope that Jalen Waddle is that guy that he leans on the most. But yeah, it's probably going to be Tyreek Hill. Probably gonna be I mean, Hill. yeah. <laughs> you got to get the ball in that guy's hand. Uh, rule number one. Just let him do his thing. Same with we saw Monday night, Debo Samuel. Yeah. Ball in playmaker's hands, good things happen. Let's make, let's make the game easy. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers had a quarterback change. You see uh, Kenny Pickett come in for Mitch Trubisky. 
And uh, yeah. uh, he gave him a little bit of a spark. Gave him a little juice for a little bit, a couple rushing touchdowns, and then the interceptions came, trying to sling him back in. I want to talk about the, the the receivers there, though. Do you see any signs of hope for those guys you drafted and Deontay Johnson? Or Pat Fryermuth is probably drafted by a lot of people. Um, he seems to be, honestly, the most consistent player this season for the Steelers because even Najee Harris yeah. struggled. He's been a security blanket for Mitch. We got a small sample size, so we'll see how Pickett, you know, actually has his first full week as a starter, practicing yeah. with the ones. Uh, but you like what you saw out of him and George Pickens. If you yeah. got Pickens stashed away in the bench or Dynasty League, he looked pretty good with, uh, with Pickett. He's a big receiver. Get him the ball. Deontay Johnson, you got to think he's going to be fine. And then they got to learn how to run the ball because Najee's doing nothing for you right now. Yeah, that O-line's got to figure it out so Najee can, can, can get going for sure. Um, back-to-back bad weeks for the uh, shot Bateman over in Baltimore there. Start off the season hot, looking like Lamar Jackson's favorite target. Back-to-back weeks, he struggled only three fantasy points each week. Mm. Is, that kind of, is that kind of something you're concerned about? Or when you took a guy like Rashad Bateman, you knew week-to-week it's going to be straight boom or bust? Now, I'm a little concerned just because, you know, it's been tough to trust the Ravens receiver for a while. Even yeah. Hollywood Brown was a little hard to trust at times just because of his boom and bust. Uh, you trust Mark Andrews, and then you trust the running attack. Yeah. But re- receivers, after those two past weeks from Bateman, uh, DuVernay's really producing more right now. You're not really looking to start them unless you have to. And it's getting real tough, like you said, in that receiver spot. You know Lamar Jackson is going to be the play. And uh, But, yeah, you don't really know which receiver is going to be the one to pop off in that Baltimore Ravens offense. And the last two weeks has really been nobody. <laughs> DuVernay hasn't had a gigantic reach besides the kick return touchdown. Um, so I, I'm a little concerned about the receiving core there. And, um, man, the Kansas City Chiefs receivers. I can't believe the Chiefs are playing so good offensively, but you can't really trust either receiver there. It looks like the Travis no. Kelsey and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire show. Yeah, Edwards Lair is not really getting it down on the ground, but what he's been able to do through the air and yeah. find the end zone, uh, Mahomes has been showing why he's the $500 million man, right? Like him and Kelsey have been awesome together. We'll see if the offense can keep up. I mean, Juju or Valdez Gantling, like one of those guys you got to think is going to separate themselves. Nicole Hardman, uh, someone's going to someone has to right take take that next step. And it's crazy because most leagues have all three of those guys rostered everyone's just holding on to one of the guys like, is it going to be me? Am I going to be the one that gets the lucky draw? I thought yeah. it was going to for sure be Juju coming into the season. Then I thought it'd be McCole because him and Patrick have the most years behind each other. Yeah. But so but far. Now was looking like MVS. You know, yeah. he had a drop, which we've seen. Like, he's always been boomer bust, especially back in. And if he can day. stay healthy. He can catch bombs, though. You he's know, very he's that downfield playmaker, but so is Hardman. So. Maybe that's why it's tough to, you know, kind of pick your spots, who you're going to go to. I don't know. But staying in that division, you called it last week. Josh Jacobs, like the only true really bell cow right now in this league. I mean, you got Saquon, you got Derrick Henry, uh, Jonathan Taylor, maybe a couple other guys. But Josh Jacobs got 28 carries. He was getting the receiving work, two touchdowns. He won people a lot of leagues too. I was gonna say I'll give you I'll give you Derrick Henry and of course you got C Mac over in uh, Carolina, but yeah, I mean even Jonathan Taylor has uh, Naeem Hines behind him, 
Big Baby Jacob showed up this week. Uh, fantastic game. Finally, all the carries that he's been getting paid off. And he's starting to be a threat in the receiving end. And I'm starting to yeah, like that a lot. The, the half PPR leagues, he's getting involved that way. He's looking like a, a legitimate running back, too, finally. Um, so it was really good to see him turn up. And like you talked about, Saquon Barkley, man, just how consistent has he been um, as a pure running back one? A lot of guys wrote him off for sure coming he's in. He's healthy. Yeah, he, he's healthy. He looks, he looks great again. Mm-hmm. It's good to see the, the Penn State Saquon, for sure. Your boy Jamal Williams, Detroit Lions, had a fantastic week. And at this point, he's becoming pretty a consistent play. Oh, yeah. Him and, honestly, Goff. Goff's been really solid. You got to hope he's getting Chark and St. Brown back uh, for this week's bout against the Patriots. But yeah. Lions offense, best in the league, scoring the most points. Defense, allowing the most points. Just classic, classic <laughs> Detroit Lions. They said they've allowed the most points through four games in NFL history. They've also, uh, yeah, their points combined with their points they've let up is the most through four games as well. <laughs> that's the most, the most Detroit Lions thing of all time. And before we move into some more thank you cards oh, for the week, I want to talk. One, one more stat. I'm sorry. They have, they have 18 touchdowns, and so do, like, the Bears, the Giants, and one other team, all with better records than the Lions. So, like, 18 combined touchdowns between those teams, better records oh, than the offense. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's the Lions. They're finding a way to lose a game for you. That's that's one thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, sure. Myron. Go Two, ahead. Third. Now, I want to give a shout-out to uh, – one of the biggest, I think, receiver acquisitions this offseason, we had a lot of focus on uh, Devontae Adams, had a ton of focus on Tyreek Hill. I mean, Hollywood Brown in Arizona has been a producing, producing for mm-hmm. Kyler Murray in the Arizona offense. Honestly, one of the sole bright spots in that offense so far this season. 17 targets. I mean, this guy, he's proven to be a legitimate wide receiver in this league, I think. And I'm, I'm excited to see what him and D-Hop can do side by side lined up. Yeah, I was going to say we got D-Hop coming back in three weeks now, uh, week seven. So we'll see how that affects Hollywood Brown's production. Zach Ertz, too, has been been really good for uh, Cardinals and fantasy owners. Connor's been a little bit of a struggle, a bit of a dud so far through four four weeks. Yeah, he's been tough. But some guys that uh, some guys that won you some fantasy leagues last week, probably single-handedly that you just did not expect it from. We talked about Mo Alley-Cox. TJ Hawkinson, Jared, Jared Goff has been absolutely amazing. I mean, he's he's probably a free agent in the majority of fantasy leagues still. Um, it, it's weird, but you could probably start – you could start Andy. over Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers at this point. Like, Jared Goff's rolling. And it's weird to say, but it's a fact. Um, and your boy, Miles Sanders, had a great game last week. He went off. I mean, finally got 100 yards, getting in the end zone. If uh, Boston Scott was out, if Boston Scott stays out and just him and Gainwell in the backfield, Sanders is going to do a lot. Yeah, it looks promising for sure. But Boston Scott comes back, it gets a little crowded back there. But, yeah, Miles Sanders was absolutely amazing. Um, Some big-time injuries, though, last week. Um, Of course, we know about the Tua injury. Um, But, man, Javante Williams done for the season, Denver Broncos. That's huge. Yeah, that's that's a tough loss. And it's not like Melvin Gordon's been great this season putting the ball on the floor. Uh, so I know we're going to talk about waivers in a second, but look again, Mike Boone and a guy you mentioned uh, just a little bit ago, Latavius. Yeah. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Jonathan Taylor, your guy, got rolled up this weekend. He's getting some x-rays back. Hopefully that does not come back as bad as it looked. Um, it's tough. Short week. Thursday night game. Thursday night. Denver. Don't Couldn't miss it. Yeah, uh, Denver 2, altitude. You don't think he's playing, but if, if he is, yeah, start him. And another big running back lost this week, uh, ATL, Cordero Patterson. He's headed to the uh, IR as well. He's out for several weeks, extended. Um, and then Jameson Crowder and that high power Buffalo offense. And that kind of frees up some space for a crowded wide receiver, of course. Yeah, Isaiah McKenzie, Gabe Davis definitely get a boost because of that, just strictly by him taking, you know, routes from him. Uh, he's catching a few balls. So Cordero Patterson going down is tough because I don't know if you're really starting uh, either of those Atlanta running backs between Algerier and ooh, Caleb Huntley. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I don't know if you can start him, but you definitely got to go pick him up if you're thin on running backs. Yeah, and right on that waiver wire pickup with all these injuries, there's a bunch of roles to be filled. Like you said, Atlanta, you got Caleb Huntley, you got the rookie Algier. But, man, in Denver, like I said, what a week for Latavius Murray. He played Sunday for the Saints. After, he was on the practice squad Sunday morning. Once they found out AK wasn't playing, they brought him up from the practice squad. He played in London. After the game, got sent back to the practice squad because they activated AK back to the roster. And then, as soon as he got to the practice squad, if Denver finds out Javante Williams is done for the season, they go ahead and sign Latavius Murray right away. Come on over. We got a game on Thursday, for the, by the way. Yeah, because we know you're ready. That's that's strictly what it was. They're probably looking around, seeing who they can pick <laughs> up. And who better than a savvy vet that's been around the league for maybe a decade like Latavius Murray? Yeah, so there's some, there's a definitely a waiver wire target that not many people have rostered as he wasn't even on an active roster two weeks ago. So he's someone that's on everyone's waiver wire to look at. You got Mike Boone, who's in Denver already. You know, we talked about Melvin Gordon fumbling the ball a lot. Um, hasn't been amazing. So they're definitely looking for some other options. Um, and then, of course, you got Teddy Bridgewater. Everyone needs yep. a quarterback in fantasy. So Teddy's stepping into a prime row for some weapons. Yeah, and he's, he's got some of the best weapons in the NFL. So that always helps. And the Jags defense. We can't, we can't forget about the Jags defense. It sounds weird to say in football. No, They've got schedule three defenses in football. And they have an I, amazing I'm, schedule coming up. I'm putting a bid on them in my in my league, and I might put like seven or eight dollars on them just because like, I don't want to get them. I just put thirty bucks on mine. You, well, how much do you have? Two hundred. Two hundred. Yeah, we got a hundred. So thirty. No one's spending that much on a defense. Uh, I got two hundred. I'm putting thirty. I need this defense. <laughs> I need. So they're they're scoring. They're getting sacks. Like, yeah. They're, yeah, like you said, a defense. very promising schedule, and they're, they're only rostering eight percent of standard leagues right now. So they're gonna go through the roof after this podcast episode goes off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're dropping it tomorrow, so waivers will be processed and we'll already have them. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we got an upcoming week, man. We got a good week of football Thursday night. We got the Colts at Denver. Like we said, quick turnaround for that Denver running back core. Not sure what you're going to do there. And um, Russell Wilson finally had a good game. You hope he can repeat that at home. You got to start Cortland Sutton this week. And uh, that's really that's really the person I'm like. Jerry Judy's shown flashes, but not enough for you to consistently, confidently start him. We've got no buys this week. I, I don't know if you can start Judy confidently. Yeah, I'm with you. A lot of people are uh, questionable. So we'll see who plays in this game. I, 
I'm so sick of watching the Broncos on primetime. It's been tough through the first it's four been weeks. Awful. <laughs> but uh, hopefully, hopefully Jonathan Taylor can play. We can actually get a good Thursday night game. Yeah, and if not, I think Naeem Hines is a must start. If, if absolutely. If Taylor doesn't go, you're going to see a lot of Hines, and Matt Ryan will dump it off a lot to him. I think he can have a good PPR game. Um, the receivers, you got to start Michael Pittman from what you drafted yeah. him on. Had an awful week last week, but you just got to hope he bounced back. I mean, you, you put too much stock in him to bench him right now. Yeah, and I don't think you're starting Moa Cox yet. Uh, no. If it happens again, you just have to – yeah, I mean, you get, pick He's up a lottery waivers. ticket. He's yeah. a lottery ticket. Yeah, but I'm not sure you're right. I don't know if you can start him over, you know, that tight end as upsetting you like a Mike Gusecki or Darren Waller. Actually, I'd probably start him over Gusecki. I'd start him over Gusecki. Probably start him over Gusecki. Yeah, Gusecki's out. Yeah. He's, I, so, he's like, so dropped. Like a Darren Waller who's probably getting you a little bothered. I, I think you still got to start Waller over. Also, now that we say that, Teddy's going to feed Gusecki. 100%. He's going to have like 10 targets and 8 catches. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> 1 p.m. slate. Got the Lions. Got the Patriots. This is gonna be. Oh, you're skipping. Game. You're skipping London, oh, mate. I am skipping London. We got the another London game. Got a Rod and the Giants. I cannot. Something about a Rod playing in London this year of all years is just funny. It's just weird. It's just yeah, weird. It's just weird. <laughs> this game is just weird. It's gonna be like 1720. It's gonna be a weird. It's got a weird feeling game. We're gonna see a lot of Saquon. Uh, it's going to be a good running back. It's going to be a good running back. really good. Um, we'll see if Aaron Rodgers keeps keeps rolling. The offense has not looked great at all this year. They're a little healthy now. Uh, Romeo Dobbs and Alan Lazard looking like pretty solid receivers. And Randall Cobb. Yeah, he, he, he loves the board. Yeah. He, he loves Randall Cobb. That's the homie. But like you said, I think it's going to be a good dose of Saquon, Aaron Jones, and A.J. Dillon. Um, even though Dillon came off another tough week, you still got to start him. But – I think this week, something about that London game, I, f- I feel like this is going to be low scoring and a bunch of running. I mean, neither neither offense has been exciting to see. Yeah, I'm with you there. Now we get to the 1 p.m. game. The Patriots, the Lions at the New England Patriots. It's going to be an interesting game. we got the highest scoring offense, and the Patriots are a team known to try to have a good defense. But if you've got Brian Hoyer suiting back up, I think the Lions could have this one. And I think it might be Bailey Zappi. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because Hoyer got hurt last week as well. I think we might get a Bailey Zappi. I'm starting my Patriots running back. I Just because both. of the quarterback situation, yes, both. Both, both, yes. both Patriots running back. Just Damian because of the quarterback Harris, situation, Ramondre I don't Stevenson. know if you, you trust starting a receiver. On the Lions oh. side, you're starting your guys. So, yeah. Um, no if doubt about that there. Yeah, whoever's healthy as far as the receivers go, I think, is, is a start. Um Reynolds is a tough one, you know. Even he, he does show up huge in St. Brown's not not there, but I'm just not sure you can start Reynolds right now. Um, I think again if DJ Chark doesn't play and St. Brown doesn't play, I think Reynolds is a viable option. You gotta love Hawkinson this week. Both running backs for the Lions are a go. Uh, but like you say, I, I'm not touching the Patriot receiver. But what's his quarterback's name again? Bailey Zappi. If Bailey Zappi has a day. Against, if he has a day against the Detroit Lions like Matt Flynn, I'll be so upset. He might. He might look like Tom Brady. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Chargers and the Browns. Here's a tight end I love. Gerald Everett has been having a very good season over there in L.A. Um, this is a game where you 
you, you love everybody for the charges here. You know, you, you like Austin Eckler, you like Keenan Allen, you like Mike Will. Um, Joshua Palmer's a possible, maybe not if Keenan Allen's back, though. Yeah, it gets tough to start, like, Palmer and DeAndre Carter, even a little bit Jared Everett if Keenan Allen's back, but in a such a thin position, you're fine starting Jared Everett at this point. Yeah, for the Browns, you love the running backs. And, uh, Cooper's been tough. Cooper's Could be a good tough. matchup for him. Chargers' defense is not great. Uh, they almost let the Houston Texans get back in the game last week, but you're not really you're not really trusting any any Browns receivers right now. Texans at the Jags. You know, this is a game that you it should be a bad game, but it's I think this could be the game of the week. This could be a great game. Could be exciting. I mean, it's a divisional matchup. I think yeah. it'll be low scoring. I think it'll be a lot of defense. Um, Damian Pierce looked really good. You're starting him. Starting him. Uh, Cooks has been, you know, not trustworthy either. So, uh, other than Damian Pierce, I'm not really feeling good about starting any other Texans. No, and for the Jags, I'm I'm liking the Jags here. I'm, I'm loving Christian Kirk to rebound this week. James Robinson should rebound this week and find the end zone again. And Travis Etienne, he has to have a good week this week, right? Like, this is the week yeah, that you would hope would think. that both mm-hmm. running backs figure out a good system together. So, I think yeah, you start Travis Etienne with that risk. Like that he has a fire fire week for you. Yes, sir. Now let's move on to the Falcons going to Tampa to see the Bucks. Falcons offense, what are you thinking? Falcons offense is scaring me. Like you said, you just lose Patterson, the biggest playmaker they had offensively. You love what you got out of Drake, out of Drake London right now. He's honestly been the most consistent target they have. Mm-hmm. I'm not trusting the running backs yet. That's the offense that I'd rather see how their running back duty plays out. I don't know if I'm starting either of the two. So losing a guy like Patterson, do you, does Pitts finally come alive? Is this the time, the moment that they finally get Pitts involved in the offense? You have to think this is a great Kyle Pitts game. Like, I'm talking eight to ten receptions, at least targets. He has to get this game because Patterson was that guy doing a lot of the short, quick passes for you. Kyle Pitts has talked about proving to be – high athletic tight end slash receiver slash do it all offensively. I think this is, the, this is this is the week you got to see that, especially against a Bucks defense that's not been the greatest. Not the Bucks defense that won the Super Bowl for sure. Not even close to, no. Um, but for the Bucks, I, I'm starting Chris Godwin finally with confidence. He's back looking good. Ten targets last week in his first week back. So I'm loving what I'm getting from Godwin. You got Mike Evans again. Running backs, what's up, Fortet? What happened to Fortet Lenny? Uh, go pick up Rashad White. Didn't mention him in the waiver wire segment, but he's definitely a pickup. I mean, Fournette, they, they're using him a lot, so I think they just want to try to decrease that volume. Yeah. He's clearly going to a two-running-back league. Uh, so Fournette's still the RB1. He's a fantasy guy, but Rashad White is potentially one play away from being a must-have fantasy running back. How's your Tom Brady pick this week? Does he keep it up? Yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff going on with Tom right now. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the divorce lawyers and everything. I I prefer to keep that private, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's family stuff. Let's not, you know, just raid Tom with all these questions and publicity. He just wants to focus on the Falcons, all right? So please game. direct all Tom Brady divorce questions to myself. I think I have a great week with all that being said. He, he's 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 locked in, zoned into football right now. I, I can see Tom taking out some anger on the Atlanta Falcons, a division rival. 
Um, Steelers and the Bills, man, this could get nasty quick, I hate to say. 14-point underdogs are the Steelers, so you know they're covered. They'll probably make it a close game just because that's what Mike Tomlin does, but Steelers have looked bad. Uh, I know Minka got hurt. I'm not sure if he came back or what's his status right now. Uh, Bill's offense is starting. Stephon Diggs. Devin Singletary, you got to like what you've you've seen out of him, right? You do. You got to like what you see. But this is a weird game. The Steelers are known as a a rush, stopping the run. However, they haven't stopped the run previously great. And they're still no TJ Watt. I think you can start Singletary. And uh, I, I'm even going on the and going Isaiah McKenzie as well. I think he could be a good start this week with uh, Crowder being down for sure. Yeah, I, I do like that. And the Steelers offense. Uh, the Bills are really good. <laughs> yeah, defense. You got to start uh, Isaiah Harris. Back. But, yeah, you got to start him. But, oh, you got to feel just brutal about it if you are. Yeah. And you're starting Pat Fryermuth with the same. Yeah. Face. Thin position. Yeah. Uh, you're starting Deontay Johnson just because he's better than probably some of the other options you have. It's a tough week for Kenny Pickett to have his first full week prepping for the Buffalo Bills. That that's mm-hmm. that's In tough. Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, welcome welcome to the NFL, kid. Here you are. Mm-hmm. Meet Von Miller. They talk, a, they talk about throw, throwing in the fire. This is yeah. uh, actually getting thrown in the fire. Whew. Dolphins at the Jets. This is a game of the backup quarterbacks. I got my money, my boy, Teddy Bridgewater. I do like the receivers in this game. I, I, I got a feeling that Teddy's going to have a good game, and Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are both going to be um, going to make some owners happy. Yeah, on the other side, I mean, Zach Wilson didn't look bad against the Steelers. He threw a pick, caught a touchdown, more touchdowns than Kenny Galladay in their New York <laughs> career. I love that stat. So disrespectful. Uh, and then Brees Hall, you got to like who you're seeing out of him. Oh, Bruce. Uh, he's kind of taking over as they're running back with Michael Carter taking a back seat. Yeah, slowly but surely, he's kind of just outpacing them a little bit every week. Started with the receiving, and now the, the, the carries are coming along as well. The receiving corps, you didn't see what you wanted to see from Elijah Moore last week with Zach Wilson returning. Nothing fantastic out of the other two receivers. The New York Jets. Corey, Corey Davis looked good, but. But it's so hard to start Corey Davis with confidence. I agree. I agree. No, like I got Corey, and I I don't want to start him. I might. No. He's had three great. He's had three good weeks, and he's been on my bench for every single one of them because he's a third option in the offense for sure. Yeah. So it's just really difficult to kind of go on that limb and start him, but he's definitely getting to that point where he's could be that blanket for you know th- that team. Tyler Coughlin, you got to start him, I think. Mm-hmm. You do just. It's a, it's a tip position. position. What else? What else you got? Yeah. Who else you gonna start? Dawson Knox. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Titans. Oh, no, yeah, the Bears at the Vikings. Um, Ooh, this one could get ugly. Yeah, this, this could get really bad. Um, yeah. and, and if I'm a, a Bears owner here, I'm starting the the healthy running back, you know. So if Montgomery's back, I'm going to start him. Yeah. But I think the little Herbert had become a viable flex option. I'm not touching I, I, none of these receivers, none of these tight ends, not touching them. No. No, you can't. You you like the running game, but that's really about it. On the Viking side, uh, you don't like the running game, but you're starting Dalvin Cook, obviously. It's kinda yeah. like Johnny Harris. You're starting Dalvin Cook. You just hope this is the week that he finally finds the end zone or breaks that big run and then you like what you see out of Thielen. You're starting Love him, it. um, and you're starting Justin Jefferson, of course. Of course, because you know, why not? Got the Titans. Titans at the Commanders, man. This... We lost Traylon Burks. That we didn't mention him in the injury report. That was 
uh, he went to the IR. I think yep. he'll be out a couple weeks. So tough, tough, tough. tough to see a rookie go down, you know, early in his career. Um, now all odds point to. And Dotson went out for a couple weeks. He's not playing in this game. Mr. Robert Woods looks to be the only option in yeah. uh, in Tennessee. Hasn't had a fantastic fantasy year that you thought he'd have going there as a sole option, but now it's really just him, you know? So yeah. it's got to be the him and Derrick Henry show. Tight end position, you haven't seen much out of Austin Hooper at all yeah. uh, with, with the Titans there. So I, I'm a little worried about the Titans, to be honest with you. The Commanders, that offense has been hit or miss. Curtis Samuel has been great. But I yep. hear Brian Robinson should be suiting up this week, and that is terrifying. He's not suiting up this week. That is terrifying for Gibson owners. I don't think he's suiting up this week. Coach said he's optimistic, and that's He got crazy. shot like a month and a half ago. Crazy. Yeah, Coach said he's optimistic. I know he's on the roster. Like, they have 21 days to put him on the active roster. I don't know if he's going to play this week. It's a crazy story. Crazy. That's awesome for Brian Robinson. And, yeah, Gibson owners got to be pretty uh, – pretty nervous right now with Robinson coming back. They still got McKissick in the fold. Uh, Dawson's going to be out one or two weeks. So Mm -hmm. I'm starting McLaurin and Curtis Samuel, you know, with a little bit more confidence now. Riverboat Ron has the boys playing and he said, Brian's ready to go. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Get the Seahawks at the Saints. I'm excited for this game. Um, I want to see if Gino, this is a test for Gino. This is going to be the test. Good defense. Uh, really good defense on the road in New Orleans. Very tough environment. And, you know. I hope we get a lot of points again. Just we should see some Lattimore. Some, some Lattimore and DK should be very, very interesting to see. I'm excited for this game. Yeah, hopefully Kamara suits up. You're starting him if he does. Uh, and you, you like what you're seeing out of Alave. Uh, oh, we'll, 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 we'll see what, um, what Thomas and Landry. Landry's not really a start, unfortunately, oh. right now. Thomas is when he's healthy, but we don't know if he's playing that. Uh, Olave is the wide receiver one there. Kamara doesn't suit up. Mark Ingram has not been good this season. They just lost Latavius Murray. He's in Denver. What's the running back option if AK doesn't suit up up again? I think you're avoiding. I mean, the Seahawks defense is not good, so you do want to start a running back against them. Yeah. Uh, So if Kamara doesn't suit up, I maybe take a chance with Mixon just because he's going to get the volume. Yeah, it's going to be tough, man. I'm very interested to see if AK You started with Rashad Penny this week? You got to start with Rashad Penny. He had a very good week. Kenneth Walker did not look great. Um, so it no. kind of makes me think Rashad's going to start to separate deep. himself. So he's got yeah. a good run deep, but I think the volume is going to be there for Rashad this week. And Tyler Lockett is a possible flex play. Yeah, Will Disley is possibly a tight end play. You got to play him. I mean, what, what else we got here? Ten. I can't name ten positive you know, confident. Definitely not 12. You know, 10 is tough. Yeah. Eight people league, they're struggling for eight good tight ends. Like, it is <laughs> the, the consistency right now is very difficult. 4 p.m., man, we got the 49ers and the Panthers. We got this is going to be fun for the athletes, I call them. I'm not even calling these guys running backs and receivers no more. Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, they're athletes. They just get on the field and wherever you want to put them, they play and they produce for you. It's the old uh, NCAA football, like when yeah, when you recruit them, ATA. Yeah, you just you can play them anywhere in the field. I'm surprised some of these guys haven't come in and started playing defense. Yeah, I mean those two guys are gonna put on a show this week. I'm not worried about the matchups for either of them. I'm a little concerned concerned about DJ Moore and or Robbie Anderson. Man, Baker Mayfield is just not it. He's just not it. 
Now, Darnold's coming back, so maybe I'm they're going to make a change. Begging for Darnold to come back, and that's crazy to say. Yeah, Baker's been pretty pretty bad this year, and I'm sure Cleveland Brown fans are pretty happy. 49ers, Jeff. They're like, Jeff- look, like, we've been telling you guys, like, this is what we've been watching. <laughs> OBJ's dad's like, I tried to tell y'all. Finally. <laughs> I tried to tell y'all. Y'all called me an a when I did that video. We need, we need DJ Morris people to step up. <laughs> Uh, 49ers Jeff Wilson had a fantastic game last week three games in a row now he's giving you legitimate running back two numbers so you like that obviously you know Debo Kittle we just said Titans aren't there you got to start him Ayuk's been like hit or miss Ayuk's a tough one it could could be a good spot for him yeah this is that week you play him if you uh probably projected to lose hoping he has a big game like that's probably when I play if I'm projected to win I don't know if I'm going to be able to play IU because his floor is definitely a possible zero one pointer. Yeah. Yep. Eagles and the Cards. Eagles and the Eagles are so good. You got to start all your birds. This is a bird game. Bird game, and there's not a player I don't like to start here on either side. I mean, I'm starting it all as far as the top two receivers on both sides. Even Dorch had a bad game last week. I I don't see it happening back to back weeks. I mean, Kyler. Kyler's been struggling, but I think he'll he'll make he makes exciting plays too much for Dorch not to get involved. I'm worried about James Conner in that backfield. They went away from him this season and they struggled. So I'm not sure if they realized that yet, or is it just the fancy owners realizing that Conner's not been involved and you're not winning games? Yeah, I I think it could change, but this is a good Eagles defense. Darius yep. Slay got hurt, so it could open up a passing game for Hollywood Brown. Uh Four o'clock game in Arizona it just feels like points. I don't know why. <laughs> it just feels like this is going to be a good game with, with yep. points. Yeah, On the Eagles gonna... side, you're starting Sanders, you're starting AJ Brown, Dallas Goddard's been a good, consistent tight end. And I haven't mentioned. Yeah. You're probably starting Devontae Smith, but he's been hit or miss. He dropped a touchdown uh, last week in the rain. You're starting him because you know wide receiver is thinner. I think than a lot of people thought this year. Yeah, I thought there'd be a lot more um, middle-tier wide receivers that were playable. There's a lot less of them. A lot on the higher-end side, but that middle-tier side is not as uh, is not as deep as I thought it would be. You got the Cowboys at the Rams. Man, what an interesting backfield we got here for the Rams. You know, uh, neither really have has yeah. stepped up after both have been really, tremendous previously. It's not a week to start them. Yeah, it's been weird. Oh, man, it's, it's been tough because Akers was supposed to be the guy. You drafted him early thinking he's going to be, you know, this running back in a high-powered offense. And the Rams offense has been Matthew Stafford, the Cooper Cup, and Tyler Hergy. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. It might be racist. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people, people are asking. Like, Allen Robinson can't catch a pass. You got to look over it. You got to look that way, dude. Come on. Uh, Cowboys. We do, man. Cowboys, I, I like what I saw out of Michael Gallup in his, in his return. Um, C.D. Lamb, quiet as kept, having a good season. I mean, you, you can hate on the guy. Talk. He's having a good season. Cooper Rush has been finding a way to give him the ball. Um, Tony Pollard and Zeke, this is going to be a tough week, I think. It's going to be a tough week to I start. Agree. The Rams aren't like the best defense right now, but – I feel like they still got those playmakers. And after a loss, a bad loss, they usually come in the next game pissed off and rolling. 
I think it could be a tough day for the running backs and Cooper Rush. He might find himself on the ground a lot. I, I, I do agree with that. We got two hopefully good primetime games, though. Final. Night Football, uh, Bengals going to see the Ravens. Divisional Lamar play, Joe baby. Burrow. A little uh, AFC North matchup. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. And we're starting the receivers and the running backs here in, in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow, I love it all. You know, T. Higgins. I'm even starting Tyler Boyd. Uh, nothing about the Ravens' defense is really scaring me from taking any of those receivers this week. Um, but for the Ravens' side, you got to love what you saw from J.K. Dobbins last week. He looks like he's back. Find his footing. Yeah, hopefully he uh, he really takes control of that backfield. I saw Gus Edwards is coming back, though. Uh, yeah. So that's just, you know, another mouth to feed in an already crowded backfield. But Dobbins is going to be the guy to get the goal line work, which is really what you're looking for. Yeah, Mark Andrews, primetime football. You can expect him to rebound. Might have one of those. Might have one of those nights. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta hope. You gotta. And then we get more deep play, division of play for the Monday night game. You get the Raiders and the Chiefs, man. If the Raiders are gonna show that they're a real football team, they got the snide last week and finally got a win. But this is the week to show that like all the offseason press was actually worth it. In Arrowhead, I mean. In Arrowhead. This is, this is what you got Devontae Adams for. I think he's going to have a big game. you got to see Darren Waller step up this week. I think you're starting those guys with confidence. Same with Josh Jacobs. But, man, on that Chiefs receiving core, I am terrified on this on this, on this this Monday night game. It's yeah, tough. I mean, I, I'm still – it's a bad Vegas pass D. So, we're thinking Mahomes is going to be good and throw a lot of passes, get a lot of yards. You're starting Juju probably. Uh I don't know other than that who you're starting besides Kelsey and Clyde. Yeah, Clyde's gonna have a good game. I could feel it, and you know Travis's Travis's bad games are good games. Yeah, no, yeah. Travis Kelsey is he's honestly worth the first round pick every single year. <laughs> and that's so, yeah, that's true. I, I hate taking I hate taking a tight end in the first round, but it's terrible. He's worth it. Yeah, he's worth it. And uh, we we gotta we gotta talk about the facts of the matter, guys. Is that uh. Week one, survival. We, we let him slide on the Alvin Kamara hiccup. And yeah. Switch to Debo Samuels late. But that that did not help. I won 115 to 77. Um, my boys came to play. Austin Eckler, Rashad Penne. I, I, Mike Evans. I, told, I said Mike Evans was going to come back pissed off, and he did. Two touchdowns. It's a tough week for you, D. Yeah, not not great. Uh, the Kyle Pitts pick really kind of screwed me. If I take, you know, Hawkinson, for example, which uh, was definitely an option, I could have won this week. Um, it's okay. Uh, not the best week. Lost a few guys that I would have liked to have later in the season, especially yes. Mahomes and Saquon. Uh, but that's all right. I mean, I'm still here. It's early. We got week two coming up, Myron. So what, do you, what would you like? You want first pick or you want we, second? You go first pick. We, losers go first. We'll lose we'll, we'll this right. first. All right. If we're coming to me, and I'm going to go first, uh, I'm going to take a quarterback. And it's tough, um, but I'm just going to go with what you did last week and take Jalen Hurts. Uh. <laughs> I, I, I think there's going to be a lot of points in that game. Uh, I like the Eagles offense. I used the homes last week. Let's get to go Jalen Hurts this week. And, like, you know, you can't have two – Bad weeks, you know, because he didn't give me, he didn't give me the greatest week that I that I wanted, you know. So, no, no. So that's a fair pick by you. I like that. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with that guy on Buffalo. 
we, we just talked about a wounded Pittsburgh Steelers defense. I think Josh Not Allen, I think Josh Allen has a chance to have a fantastic game. I'm going to go stick with the quarterback position. I'll go and take Josh Allen on a Buffalo. I like that. I uh, I do like that. That's a good pick. So I thought you were going to go running back. I'm actually surprised he's still on the board. Uh, he had a 100-yard week last week. Juicy matchup this week. I'm getting the king. I'm going Derrick Henry. Oh, my God. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew yep. that was coming. Yep. Got the Washington Commanders. Like you said, definitely a definitely a favorable matchup, to say the least. Yeah. Alrighty. So uh, this is a risky one here. I'm uh I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm gonna go wide receiver though. I'm I'm not gonna mess with the running backs right now. And I'm gonna go with Monday night football, Devontae Adams. Oh, okay. This is, like this, this, this is what they got you for. This is why you came out here to have a big game in prime time against Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs and your divisional rival. We need it. I like that. That is a a good pick. Um, I'm also going to go receiver. Uh, I was thinking a couple of different ways here. I thought about going with the Falcons, Drake London. Uh, I do like the Lions. Uh, if St. Brown is back. And this is going to hurt me because it might turn out pretty shitty. <laughs> it's, it's a Thursday night game. But oh, Thursday nights are risky. I really like what I've seen out of Cortland Sutton. Uh, I think he's been really good. And with Javante out, they got to get him the ball more. So I'm going to go with Cortland Sutton. Y'all, he's going to regret this pick. I guarantee it. This is going to hurt. This is going to hurt next week. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Cortland Sutton. Oh, man, that's tough. All righty. Running back position. I think this game, like I said, is going to be full of highlights. Um, and while I think he's got some better matchups later in the season, I think he's going to show a big time this week. I like Christian McCaffrey against San Francisco. Um, I think he's going to put on the show. You might regret that pick. I don't know. We saw a good 49ers defense on Monday night. Uh, we already talked about Baker's struggles. I, I love McCaffrey. He's the best player in fantasy when he's healthy and gets the ball. So if he can just get you his, you know, average night, that's 20 points. Yeah. So we need. Um, all right. I'm going to – I think – and this is tough. Take, take, take the gamble. I'm going to go – I already got the Thursday night game, and Please there's go another on. receiver. There's another receiver that I really like in the Sunday night games. Uh, a lot of press is on the other guy because he's not producing as much as he was last year. Because T Higgins has been so good. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with my guy T Higgins. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Jamar Chase. I was like really going against the grain. I like that T Higgins is a good one. Oh, man, alrighty, I'm gonna go with uh. I'm gonna go ahead and go down this 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 tight end road here. That's yeah, you're gonna get him before I do. This tight end road that's just oh so dangerous. Um, and now I think I'm actually gonna I might surprise you a little bit with this pick. I'm gonna go to what you did last week, and I'm gonna go ahead and trust my man Kyle Pitts. Wow. I mean, we talked about it, no Patterson, so uh, yes. there's never a time to get Kyle Pitts involved. It's, it's this yeah. week. 
It's the, the first week. It's the first week yeah. before you got ch- a time to plan for it. This has to be the week. So I, I'm going Kyle Pitts. I like that. I do. Um, I'm going to, for my tight end, I'm going to finish off the stack. And I'm going to take Dallas Goddard. You know, I'm not getting anyone, you know, crazy this week. I got Hurts and Derrick Henry, but some other guys are just hoping for some good and solid floors if they can find the end zone. I think I'll get a dub this week. And I'm going to stick with my main rule in fantasy football. Mm-hmm. The Detroit Lions, you play your players. But I'm going to go with the running back room. Which one are you And picking? I'm going to go with the big fellow, Ramondre Stevenson, because he's okay. going to fall in the end zone. Okay. I'm going with Ramondre. But I don't know. They love Damian Harris. He's got a nose for the end zone. I just need Ramondre to fall in there one time. That's all we need. Just, just tip right and in the. Yeah, they're even upside. So I, I do like Ramondre, um, but both, like we said, both running backs are a start this week. We'll see who brings home the two and zero record. Probably me. Or the Shaw finally found a way to get a win, like the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. But before we get out of here, man, shout out to Debo Samuel with those cleats of the week, the Dior and Eric Jordan collab cleats. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean that's crazy. We we know the guys that are gonna put on a show, especially when they're playing in prime time. Stephon Diggs being one of the guys we mentioned a lot in this yes. segment. Um, but Debo really showing out this week. I saw a lot of Jordans this week. Just looking at the D line, a lot of Jordans on defense. Jordan, yeah. runs. Uh, love seeing the cleats. L- love the cleats. The cleats are there. Someone commented on Twitter like, "We don't watch the game for the cleats." And I'm like, "We, we watch. We watch the cleats." Right? We're looking at the cleats. We're looking at the cleats. <laughs> 